Red Belly Play of the Day. Thanks to Red Belly Sports. Intelligent betting strategies for results like no other. See for yourself at redbellysports.com.au. Always great to catch up with Edward Kennett on a Saturday morning. And there's a few SMSs coming through for Ed Kennett too, so I might ask him a few questions. Um, Ed Kennett, hello to you, mate. Morning, Gareth. Good morning, listeners. SMSs. Oh, there's a couple. There's um, um, one of our listeners says there's been no respect for a horse that he part owns by a few of the tips is previewing Rose Hill. In Caesar's Palace, do you give Caesar's Palace a chance? For, Just me the race so I can yes, Caesar Palace race seven horse three. One last start: Anthony Cummings and Jason Collett. Yeah, um, there was going to be a good tempo in that race originally, but uh, with the scratchings, it's probably not going to be now. So Caesar's Palace will be up there with Tudor Prince Karlstad. So. Gets its chance. Uh, I've got it right right around the market. So the market's trading about 11. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got it right around that price. But um, I'm not disrespecting. I, I thought thought I sort of had that race covered. Okay. The strategy, uh, which I was going to tell you about it, Caesar's Palace wasn't included. So to the listener, yeah. not bagging your horse, but I can't back them all. Yeah. Oh, that's good news for the listener, because if he's got a share in it, you'll be getting a better price than with um, Caesar's Palace. What about Jojo was a man, um, Edward, in the Winter Challenge? One of our listeners wants to know, does he get back in the running today? Yeah, um, strong chance, because I can see it box sitting here. Um, Crosstalk, Slippy Fox going forward. Not sure about Slippy Fox, but Crosstalk will definitely come across and lead. Um, Jojo was a man box seating, and the reason I mention that to you is, um, you know, we are at Rose Hill, and we have got a four-metre four rail, and a track that's improving. So um, what would be the queries on Jojo was a man? Well, first of all, all its, all its wins have been at Ramwick of late. Um, that sort of suits Jojo was a man big time because you need strength at Ramwick. Um so, you know, it's a, it's a very strong horse towards the end of its races. So you take a horse like that to Rose Hill and then all of a sudden you've got a bit more of a flat track bullies track. Um, but in this race, it's really suited to that as well because um, it's going to be racing in the box seat. Where can it get beaten is that, that a horses, horses in front of it, uh, namely Crosstalk, are able to keep going where they probably would struggle more so at Ramwick against it that... Um, yeah, Jojo, Jojo was a man. One of my favourite horses over winter, Gareth, yep. to tell you the truth. What a great name. Jojo was a man. Edward Kennett, play of the day today. What race are we looking at? I'm going to, I'm going to look at two. Um, firstly, I want to say uh, in race three, there are scratchings here that affected this, this race big time. So much so that now Bartoselli looks to get the lead. I'd say Bellespoir would be across to sit behind it and Kennedy's choice to be there as well so you know we've got to always look at tempo because tempo is important you know after, after race you don't want to be saying geez I would have backed those leaders if I knew that they were going to go that slow so I'm suggesting here that Bartoselli and Bellespoir the two we backed Bellespoir yesterday um, I noticed now it's been picked off a little bit um, but um I give very strong consideration of those two. I just, I just want to say that in passing about that race. If, you, if you've got your doubts about Bartoselli, 
Um, today's probably not the day to doubt the horse. Um, it's, a bit, it's well set up. So it's well as far. But what I want to do, go with this take it race seven, which will upset our old favourite, <laughs> Caesar's Palace. I think Wicklow, when, when it went to Grafton, fourth there a lot, would have thought that might be disappointing. It wasn't, you know, if you break it all down. Um, Waller's got another two in this race in Kirkaby and Carlstad, which is not why I go to them, because Chris trains them. But, um, you know, Kirkaby's going to get a pretty good map here. James McDonald goes on and was strong to the line last start. Um, it's trading well under what we backed it at, I will say that now. It sort of makes it a little bit difficult. But um, this is number 11, Carlstad, that Tommy Berry's riding. It'll, it'll box seat here um, and, and get a pretty good position. So we've actually backed three horses in the race. We've backed one week low. It's our main bet by a long way. We've got Kirkaby as a saver, and we're back in Carlstead to take a little bit out of the race. And I thought that was a really, really, really... You love you love it, Gareth, when you, when you say confident, but I'm very confident in that race. All right, then. So we'll have, what, $80 on Wicklow? Uh, 75 75 And um, some balance. I haven't got time to work it out now because I've done it in a different format. Yeah. But, um, all right, then I'll oh, work it out for us. We'll have eight. Yeah, we'll have eighty dollars on Wicklow because um, we're super confident, yeah. and we'll have ten dollars on um, Kirkby and Carlstad the eleventh. There you go. That sounds about right. Or fifteen on Kirkby and five on Carlstad. Um, I've stuffed it up probably, but we keen on Wicklow, and we're saving basically no. on on the eleven and the nine. Eighty ten ten. Yep. Eighty ten ten is the right the right distribution on that race. Beautiful. Sure. All right, then. Um, have you got another race for us? Yeah, I'm only going to tell you because I've already backed him. So you can't steal my price, Gary. Yeah. But um, I backed, in the last race, I backed Titanium Power yesterday. Yes. There have been some scratchings. Uh, will be the leader here. Um, there is a bit of tempo in this race. I've also backed to the big prize, number eight, Mamariga. Now, I can hear people just laughing, laughing in the background, but... And the reason is Mamarigan doesn't win much, but it's going well, this horse. It's, it's a dead set going well. So um, I'm giving it a, a chance today at odds. And we've also backed Sir Lemurs. And the reason is quite simple. Titanium leads, Sir Lemur tracks, Canasta will be up there. We're not worried about Canasta today. And Mamarigan will be there. So those three horses are going to be right there on a flat track, bullish track, where... You know, the conditions are pretty good and the rail's out for, and I love that situation in the last race. So, Titanium Power, race 10, horse number one, Edward. I like it. I'd equal stake, equal stake Titanium and Sir Lemur. Yes. And have something on Mamarigan to make the result about the same as all of those three. Mamarigan's was trading about seven, and I don't know what it is now, Gareth, I can tell you quickly. Yeah, it's Mamarigan, um, um, uh, $17. Mamarigan. Yeah, but you can have that horse. You can have that horse every day of the week. I'll have Sir Lemur and Titanium Power. <laughs> look, look, I'm not one to go looking for, for horses that are going ordinary. I just, when you keep figures and you see that a horse getting a horse who's been getting beaten has figures that uh, if it runs to what it's been getting beaten running, like figure wise, that it can still win this race. Then I'm on yep. at nineteen dollars. I'm not declaring it. I'm just saying I have to. I have to back it today. And it, if it's yep. never going to win one, it'll be today. But likely, when I come back next week, you'll just laugh at me and say, yeah, good run, Marigan." You're a genius, Edward. I'll never laugh at you. Enjoy your day. Good luck. Thank you.
mate. Bye, Red Belly Sports is where the results speak for themselves. The Red Belly ratings and intelligent betting strategies get results like no other. Open up Red Belly Live on your mobile or PC and bet like a pro with today's strategies right at your fingertips. These are ratings for the experienced putter who demand supreme quality. You have to see the results for yourself. While I join Red Belly Sports for a month and enjoy the ride, head to redbellysports.com.au. And they're racing at Morfordville, as we mentioned from the top. It's a really good program there, highlighted by the Lightning Stakes, which I think it's the, the best race right across the, the country this afternoon. Unfortunately, there's no two-year-olds engaged this year. Um, but it's a pretty handy field of three-year-olds. And Sean Cosgrove, we might get scratchings and also track conditions for this uh, meeting in Adelaide uh, this afternoon, Cosy. And when we had a chat to the team there, they were looking to be racing on a soft five. Yeah, it is a soft five. The rail's out uh, 10 metres, 1,200 of the post, 7 metres the remainder, and a total of 15 of them out. Now, race one put out four fast star. Race two, take out two, throw a party and four, aeronomic, two and four. Third event, nine, the red kite, number nine. Race four, five, Adelaide and seven extra mile, five and seven. The fifth, five, Danish fortune and nine, silent don, five and nine. Race six, one, hearts and minds and 12, submerged, one and 12. The seventh, 11, Hanabi and 14, unassailable, 11 and 14. Race 8, clear, and race 9, 2 points to rain. 5, Omaru Owl, and 12, Kenyan Wonder. 2, 5, and 12, and there are no late scratchings. Nadia Horn, hello to you. Where do we start with your plays of the day? Hi, Gareth. Look, our best bets come up in race 5. Uh, I like number 7, Freddie Mack. He's deep into a campaign, but he's been going very well over the border. He gets a 2-kilo claim for Alana Kelly, which will see the horse only carry the 56, and... Looks to be good enough to beat in the race. It'll just allow him to sort of find his feet. Look, he ran at Cranbourne last time out in the mile race, and I thought he ran quite well there. And uh, he's ran to very strong ratings at a lot of his performances. He didn't have a lot of luck at Cranbourne, and that was in a really fast-run race, and he was sort of held up at a vital time. So I'm with Freddie Mackey in race five, number seven. We then go over to race eight, the feature of the Lightning. I do think that um, number six, uh, Scorched Earth, looks really well-placed. Of course, she goes very well-fresh. She's a horse who's lined up against some top-quality horses throughout her three-year-old career, and um, she looks um, primed to run a great race here off of what we've seen at the trials. And I think the 420 looks a pretty good price about a, a horse that we know what we're getting and has already been up to you know, group and, and listed mark and uh, proven quite competitive and, and superior to the opposition. So I'm with Scorched Earth in the Lightning. And the best bit on the program comes up race nine. Highlight number seven, Agrimony. Now, they've worked back this horse considerably since yesterday. I took this horse over the border to Flemington last time out and ran um, him in a 78, and he ran out of his skin. He was only a length um, beaten in the, down the straight in the 1,000-metre race, and the race won by Squid Game. That rates very well for a race like this, and uh, he's got Todd Panel aboard, looks to be good speed, so he's going to just camp off it. I think he's the best bet on the program. So the three horses we like are race 5 to 7, race 8 to 6, and race 9 to 7. And our quaddy today, we go 2, 3, 5, 10, 16 in the first leg, 3, 5, 9, 10, 12, 15 in the second, 1, 5 and 6 in the third leg, and come home with the 7 in the last. What do you think of the third race? There's a few Victorians going around there, and you've got Gate Crash at 2.30, Quay Quay at 6.50, and Unique Artist at $4.80, Miss Gobkane at 6.50. Do you have an opinion there, Nadia? Yeah, I thought Gate Crash would be the, clearly the one to beat here, Garris. Um, it's going to get back, which might be the little concern in a a slow-run race, but I do think he's got a good enough turn at foot. They took him to Sandown last time out in the 1,700-metre event, and I know he was beaten as favourite, but 
he was still very strong through the line. He had some of the best closing sectionals from the 800 home. And that was a good performance. Smaller field actually probably works in his favour. He doesn't get as far back and a roomier track. So, look, I'm with Gatecrash uh, in the third event. Good on you, Nadia. Good luck. Thanks, Gareth. So there's Nadia Horn, race five, number seven, race eight, number six. So Freddie Mack in race five. Scorshirt first up in the Lightning Stakes, race eight, number six. And um, Agrimony, the seven in race nine, is Nadia's best bet there at uh, Morpherville. Cosy Red Eagle Farm in Brisbane. Copley's have track conditions and also the scratchings there. Weather fine, a good four, ran out three metres the entire circumference, incredibly 40 scratchings. Race one, 10 quotient, number 10. Second event, six Diasonic, seven Mount Mork Shark, eight Regal Edition, 13 De Maurier, 14 Raygen, 16 Field Weary, and 18 Lavender Quo. Six, seven, eight, 13, 14, 16, 18. Third event, seven Sir Boo, number seven. The fourth, seven Credit Crunch, 10 Pentant, 12 The Minivan, and 16 Magic Mikey, seven, 10, 12, 16. Race 5, 2 Isis Carmella, 8 Barbary Royale, 12 My Snow Queen, 14 Top Bird, 15 You'll Be Missed, 17 Rodash, 18 Smashing Plates, 2, 8, 12, 14, 15, 17, 18. Race 6, 2 Acrobatic, 3 Foreign Territory, 5 Kalik, 7 Rubamos, 13 Alpha Go, 14 Kavak, 16 Hallowed Girl, 17 Fast Coney, 2, 3, 5, 7, 13, 14, 16, 17. The 7th, 5, Super Rare, 14, Vast Karma, and 15, All Stars, 5, 14, 15. Race 8, 9, Giannis, and 10, tat, uh, Titanium Power, 9 and 10. And Race 9, 3, Manhood, 12, Podium, 13, Prime Asset, 14, Sergeant Silver, 18, Huss on First, and 20, Isolife, 3, 12, 13, 14, 18, 20, and 1, late one. In race two, number 21, remunerative. Number 21, a late one out of race two. Good on you, Cosy. Bart Sinclair, hello to you. Yeah, good morning, all. Yeah, terrific weather up here, Jared, and uh, track is good four, and definitely a good four. Okay, mate, how do we back a winner then? Yeah, look, I'm going to go early. I think race one, number eight, race Jen, last start winner, track and trip, and a three-year-old filly meeting older horses, but they're not going anywhere, and I think she is. She's raced most consistently. I think she'll win again, race one, number eight. Go to race two, number 12, uh, Guanso, a European import in the Annabelle Nisham stable. He took a while to, to sort of hit his straps a little bit, and I think there's, he's got more to give next campaign, as we see with a lot of these uh, Northern Hemisphere horses. They do take a long while to acclimatise, but I've noted that his form is going up these last few runs, and particularly the Grafton Guineas last start, I thought he was very brave there. He, he's, he's a horse, can, he's got good gauge speed, so he'll be uh, in the in the first three or four. He could even lead, but I, I think that if he can just lift again on that Grafton run, he's hard to beat here off a good draw, number 12, race two. And race three, I think best bet of the day, number four, billionaire baby. I like what he's done all three runs, but particularly last start. Now, it was a midweek meeting at Doombin, and he box-seated. But from the 350 to inside the 200, he was just climbing over the back of the leader and he went to go for an inside run, got chopped out, an outside run, couldn't get it, and then eventually he did get to the outside of the leader and in a blink, he just put them away. He won by a couple of lengths. I think he had a bit more to give if uh, Jim Mormon had, had really pushed him. So I think he goes to the 1,400 metres. He, he'll just be right on the pace here and I think he'll run the trip easily. Race three, number four. Uh, Jerry, we turn our attention to the Quaddy. 
This is a terrific battle in race six. You go one, go Wanji, or you go right down the bottom to eight, Delete. Now, Delete was impressive last time. She won easily. Um, I think this is a bit harder race, and I think the other riders will know now that Delete is going to lead. And if something can just put a little pressure, and maybe Dusty Tycoon can put a little pressure on her, she is inclined to over-race. He's an underrated horse, Yo Wanji. He's earned the 60 kilos. I think he'll pick her up. I'm keen on race six, number one, but you definitely got to put 18 in. Just go the two there, one or 18. Race seven's another very good race. The move, he's attracted good support first up. Goldsboro, number two, is going really well. And uh, Asamu was impressive last time, and, and he's a horse. You know, got a bit of a future, I think. So the three of these... Um, uh, they've all got good claims, but I, I've gone the way of two, four, and one. I think uh, Goldsborough's going really well. He's got the wrong draw. Uh, he races off the speed in a 1,000-metre race, but he can find the line. Eagle Farm suits him. Two, four, and one in the second leg of the quaddy. Uh, this next race is difficult. I'll finish with uh, number two, Zenifer. Um, prepared to forgive the last run backing up. I think uh, four red chase back in form. One um, looks like Elvis. He's nicely placed here. He just needs a bit of luck. And 13, Paladas is the favourite. He always is, <laughs> and he never wins. But at the weights, I think you've got to throw him in. Two, four, one, and 13. And the last is the hardest race of the day, Jared, uh, I think. Number six, Chatty Lady. I uh, like what she did last time. Finished off really well. Uh, number 10, Field Weary. Two, Yes, Dream. Good win last time. And number nine, Enabler. Six, ten, two, and nine in the last. Good on your good bark. Meeting here. Yeah. Good meeting here, Jared. Yeah. Very good. Good on your bark. Go the lines. There's bark Sinclair yeah. there. <laughs> That'll be right. Bit, bit nervous, but yeah, look, they've got a good uh, team in, so fingers crossed. Good on you, mate. There's Bart Sinclair there with his uh, tips at Eagle Farm. He likes race one, number eight, um, which is Ray Jen at $3.10, race two, number. Um, 12 there, it's Guanso, so you're getting around, what, $4.80 for that galloper, and he's keen on Billionaire Baby, race three, number four, at $2.70. So that's uh, Bart's best there at Eagle Farm. Pete Anthony joins us to go through his best bets there at Belmont in Western Australia. Pete, hello to you. Yeah, good morning to you, Gareth. Take it away with your specials, mate. Uh, just a pure odds play in race two. Look, it's a thousand metre race with five horses, and the best of Will Chino, the best of Spin the Knife. You know, they have their own little two horse war, and they probably fight it out. But just given the fact there's only five horses, I'm not totally convinced Will Chino's back after that little setback last prep. Uh, she was relatively plain. She was three wide, no cover there over the thousand, but she was in the right spot given the track, and I just thought she was a little bit plain going through the line. And Spin the Knife gets blinkers off for the first time with no trial, so I'm not exactly sure what to make of that. So the horse I've settled on is he always the four at around $10 or so. Look, it should be able to just stalk this field. We've seen in the past when it's been in fast tempo races, it's really been able to capitalise late. So as long as Craig Staples doesn't get the horse too far back, I think it will actually give a bit of a cheeky run here at odds. So race two, number four, he always to kick us off. And then where do we go after that? Uh, sticking to the 1,000-metre races, race nine, number three, go forward. Look, again, Jemmy team have really just clicked into gear. They've got two in the same race with Mantelli as well. But go forward just seems to map absolutely perfect here. Um, can sit one out, one back from gate three. It's got really good 1,000-metre figures. And, uh, look, it's come out of a quiet little trial. It's just tuned it up. Should have some really good residual fitness. 
clearly my best of the day. So that's race nine, number three, go forward. All right, okay, so Eeyore Ways and go forward, the two horses we're playing. Sounds good. Good on you, Pete. Race two, number four, race nine, number three for Pete Antonis there at Belmont. 9.53, the preview of the Benigo Trots and the Meadow Dogs um, coming up next here. What do you serve on the RSN 927's race day morning? It is five minutes to ten. Looking forward to the harness meeting at Bendigo. There's a couple of really um, handy horses going around. There's a couple of features as well. And Lockie McIntosh will be calling action. Lockie, hello to you. What are we? Um, what are we backing with some confidence tonight? Look, uh, tonight, Gareth. I was pretty keen on the high flying Harry in race six, horse number ten. I thought it ran a really good race last time out in Metro Grade at, uh, at Kilmore. Had to sustain a long run up at them, and uh, I thought he was terrific. I think he's back a little bit in class tonight, and I think uh, when I last looked, he was about $2.40 with the tab fixed odds, and I thought he was a great way to play. He's got some weapons. He's got real high speed, this horse. So I think race six, number 10, high-flying Harry was my best one. At a little bit better value, I thought, was race five, number two, Von Art. It's just been on a winning streak since joining the Emma Stewart stable, so I think it can go on its winning way. It doesn't look a whole lot harder here. It's got a good draw, so... I'm tipping Mark Pitt to have a pretty good night uh, with uh, both of my best bets. As far as the quaddy goes, Gareth, gone one, two, eight in the first leg. I'll take the 10, one out, high-flying Harry in the second leg. Then seven and eight in that uh, Mayor's event. Uh, Perhaps take Joanna for insurance there with Treachery, but you can probably nearly take Treachery one out. And then in the last leg, uh, six and seven. So uh, we've gone one, two, eight, first leg, 10 in the second leg, seven and eight in the third leg, and then six and seven in the final leg of the quaddy. Now, Lockie, I want to see if I'm on the right track with you here. Um, Hayden Bromack at $19 in the first. Yeah, he's, he's got a good draw. He's probably yep. been flying under the radar a little bit. Uh, I really liked this horse when he was with the Julie Douglas stable. I thought he had a Metro win in him, and then they sold him. He went over to Tassie. So, yeah, definitely a great place chance. Just going to need the right luck, I think, uh, to win the race, but he might get it from the draw. I think Olavici will be too strong once again for Prezi and Artise, even though that Prezi and Artise will be fitter, but that is promising to be one of the highlights of the night, the Winter Trotting Championship final. Yeah, terrific race. And uh, he's just got the advantage with the draws, hasn't he, Olavici? And uh, he looked just so good first up. Yeah, big. Um, I think this is a good indication. Line up 2.15 into $1.90 in the third. Well, they've got the, the main two chances there, yeah. haven't they? The, uh, the Jack Stable. So... Uh, Look, yeah, I think they'll fight it out, and obviously the, the support's there for line-up first up to say that he might be a bit more forward than his stablemate. Yeah, nephew of Sunoco, Mary Law, and Covelli Chief, that prom- and Sundon's Curries, that promises to be a beauty. Even humble lad, if he does everything right, won't be far away. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a bit riding on that too, Gareth, because there's a free ticket into the Inter-Dominion as well for the Trotters. So, yeah, that's a, it's a terrific race, and... Uh, yeah, they're starting to really get some strong trotting free-for-alls going around. Even Sundorn's Courage was unlucky in that Ballarat race. Uh, he locked wheels with the right sort of run, and he might not be too far away as well. Good on you, Lucky. Good calling. No worries. Have a good night. There's Lucky McIntosh. Georgie Ferugia, hello to you, mate. How do we make some money there at the uh, at the Meadows tonight, of course? Yeah, mate. Um, the one I'm pretty keen on is in race 10. Race 10, number two, cash it in. Sort of getting out to each way odds here, Gareth. Um around the $5 mark. Look, her, her last couple of starts, she hasn't been victorious. And uh, oh, I just think at her best, she's she's up and gone. I think she's drawn well here today. She's up against some good ones in Courteous Ryko, who we've tipped before in the past, who just relies a little on a little bit of luck. And the hope here is that Cashadine is off and gone. 
Um, and I'm happy to have a play here uh, at around the $5 mark. So race 10, number two. Also an interesting runner is in race seven, number one, Spanish Miss, stepping up to the 700. Um, she's going to lead or go, go close to leading and, and be the lamplighter for a long way. Now, whether she's able to hold off Shanlon Hunter, who was very good last week at, at Sandown, but again, we're playing it around the $9 mark, Garrett. So we're, we're just going to um, have an each-way play there as well. But definitely race 10, number two, um, cash it in is the one we're keen on. Quality numbers, Gareth, one, two, three, and six, into one, two, and three, into one, two, and seven, into one, three, four, and eight. And we had eight yesterday, Gareth, yep. of the St. Ledger and our boy plaintiff was very, very good. Uh, we also seen Mr. Audacious, that pup that burst onto the scene. Good to have him back. He's drawn box five in the final. Deadly class for Anthony as a party, 25-57. It is a cracking final, as it should be for a Group 3 class uh, race, and can't wait for next Friday night. So deadly class box six, plaintiff box number three, Mr. Audacious box number five. So, yep, August 5 will be that final there. Looking forward to, as you mentioned, Georgie, it's a beauty in that St. Ledger final, and that race always produces a good dog. So looking forward to um, that feature coming up shortly. Good on you, Georgie. Good luck. Happy punning, mate.